0: All right, we are back. This is 404, Buck the System. I'm your host, Justin, and this is part two of the Green Bay Packers offseason. Last episode, we delved into what happens if Aaron Rodgers was to come back, and we worked with the salary uh, to see what moves that we can make in order to bring back him and Devontae Adams. But now let's turn to the other side, which I think a lot of Packer fans would be You know, hard pressed, but you know, there's the other side of Packer fans that'd be pretty happy about just moving forward, starting a new era and ushering the era of Jordan Love. Now, in this situation, this is if Aaron Rodgers would want to come back, however, would want to be traded. Now, um, this is obviously a very, you know, potentially this could be a choice that could be happening um we don't know no one knows Aaron Rodgers except for Aaron Rodgers and his decision even his own own like close friends and teammates it's up in the air so I mean obviously the Green Bay Packers offseason really hinges on the decision of Aaron Rodgers and I think from there they would have to figure out some moves so if Aaron Rodgers requests to be traded um, obviously we'd want to trade him before the June first uh deadline. And if that's if that is the case, the Packers by trading him would still owe I think it would be a pretty still significant chunk. I think his cap hit would go down to about 30 million from 46 million, but they would still owe him about like 20, 26 or more if they were to trade Aaron Rodgers. Now, uh, by doing that, in this scenario, we would still have to cut Zedarius Smith, $27 million cap hit, and cutting him would save $15 million over the cap. So that leaves us down from $52 million minus 15 for Zedarius, get us to 37, and then Aaron Rodgers' cap would reduce by another 20. So now we're only actually like 17 over. Um, Granted, you'd still need about, you know, a couple million for your first year draftees, as well as um, probably a little bit more than the last scenario. Because in this, in this instant, if we were to trade Aaron Rodgers, we'd be getting back, you know, at least a first round pick, probably a second round pick in this year's draft. Um, And I guess, you know, we can talk about compensation for Rodgers down the line. But if this is the case, the Green Bay Packers might have to rework some of their salary cap, because now they'll be (laughs) moving towards a young team meaning that players that might be more on the fringe of getting older might actually not get that extension. And also by trading Rodgers, you reduce a lot of the cap hit. Um, Here, I think, regardless of, you know, I mean, if we have to trade Rodgers, I still think you have to franchise tag Devontae Adams, which means that you would still have to get an additional $20 million under the cap. So if we were to add that, so I think we were at $37 million, you know, cutting Zedaria Smith and another, you know, like I think 10 million it was for if you were to trade Rogers or like 12. So we're still like about, oh, sorry, we were like 17 over the cap. So if we were to keep Devontae Adams, that'd be about $20 million. So now we're th- still at $37 million. Uh, in this scenario, you definitely are going to cut Randall Cobb. You'd also have to cut uh, Mason Crosby, Mercedes Lewis, um, and most likely Dean Lowry. And by doing that, Dean Lowry is a $4 million cap hit. You might be able to keep him if you're going to go this route. Uh, but, I mean, Cutting Cobb would save you $6.5 million, And from there, uh, you could talk about restructuring some guys. Now, I think the easiest way to get to your cap level is to restructure Kenny Clark. and by restructuring him and adding years that could save you $10 million to cap. So much easier if they trade him. And this is even, you know, right as you tag Devontae M. So I think the bigger thing actually is moving on and moving forward. The question remains, do you believe in Jordan Love? Do you think he's ready to take the reins as the Green Bay Packers quarterback? Um, Based on his last two years of, data and the very limited amount of game time uh remember he only played two preseason games i believe uh one because he was hurt and then uh he did play in one regular season start did not do well um he played a little bit better towards the end but against kansas city they threw the blitz at him could not get his feet set could not make accurate throws and it was a long game uh he had limited playing time against you know i think should Chicago or Minnesota, one of the two, as well as coming in relief against the Saints, and then he played the second half against the Lions. He fared a lot better, although, uh, towards the end he threw a couple picks. So, um, if you're to trade and move this route immediately, the first thing that comes to mind is you got to rebuild your offense. I think, you know, if you believe that Jordan Love has you know the arm and can learn the intangibles and learn to be a good quarterback you have to give him supreme talent to start his career and similar to Aaron Rodgers you got to support him with good talent um people forget that before Aaron Rodgers kind of ascended into this superstar legendary quarterback Green Bay built around him and they had Talent so that way when he came in as a starter, uh they were well supported. So uh, let's go flashback to 2005. They draft Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he had to sit behind Brett Favre. The Packers at the time actually didn't have a good receiving core. I remember specifically their big receiver is Donald Driver. He was their number one receiver. And I think around in 2006 uh, or 2005 at the time, they had like Rod Gardner, Antonio Chapman, Ferguson, not great receivers. So Immediately in 2006, they drafted receiver in the second and fourth round. That was Aaron Rodgers, or sorry, Greg Jennings, followed by Corey Rogers. Um, Greg Jennings turned out to be a great number one receiver, he kind of supplanted Donald Drivers, the number one. You moved Donald Drivers to the number two. Then in 2007, they drafted in the third round, uh, James Jones, quality, good third, fourth receiver. Um, you know. The type of consistent guy, you know, never was going to break a thousand yards, but you didn't need him to. And he was a good complimentary wide receiver for that receiving court. And then last, uh, they drafted in 08, Jordy Nelson in the second round. So even though there was a lot of talk early about Aaron Rodgers not having supreme talent uh, in early round draft picks, they always gave him really good second round picks. That's where they usually went after their offensive guys. Um uh, jennings was the second round receiver Jordy nelson was the second round receiver and then in 2011 they drafted randall cobb in the second round that was big uh people forget then they drafted I thinking are in 2012 they also brought in like a Ty montgomery which was a lot of people were complaining at the time and they also got eddie lacy in the second round so they've had some great success getting guys in the second round now let's go with the hypothetical route if they go with jordan love and let's say Devonte adams refuses to sign an extension you would also have to trade Devonte adams and if you did that you essentially are starting your offense completely brand new green bay has only two wide receivers under contract right now Juwan winfrey and amari rogers um, we're not sure what amari rogers will look like um drafted played limited offensive steps and you know you don't we don't know how he's going to produce you know Uh, We drafted him kind of as our slot receiver to supplant uh, Randall Cobb. And I think in this scenario, if that was the case, uh, they probably would bring back Marquez Valdez-Sigantling, as well as try to bring back Alan Lazard. Um, Now, immediately, you know, Green Bay would need to either get a tight end or receiver in the first round. And then most likely in the second round, they would also have to go offense and most likely draft offensive player, um, skill position wise, you know, although their offensive line is kind of banged up, they would have to opt, uh, just to bring in wide receivers, just to bring that talent, because we really don't have anybody. Um, what makes it interesting is if you do have to trade Rogers, and if you do end up trading Devonte Adams, you're going to get back some early round picks. Um, Rogers will probably net you, at the minimum, at least two first round picks, and then some either second, and third round picks, or two first round picks and some players. Um, one of them would be this year, and most likely the next one would be in 2023. So at least you're setting yourself up for the future and a young team. Devontae Adams, on the other hand, um, not sure what his market value would bring. Uh now remember DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins, number receiver in the league. He was only traded for a second round pick and I mean, there's more semantics to that trade, but I believe Devonte Adams would be able to bring up a high market value in terms of return. And I definitely think you can at least at minimum get a first round pick and most likely equipped it also with like a second round or a third round pick. Now, if you do that, essentially what you're going to use those first round picks for is... Obviously, you're going to you know address your wide receiver concerns, bring out some weapons, and then you'll probably use one on defense as well because Green Bay, um, by cutting Zayaryas, you're cutting some of the, you're cutting a lot of your talent. So you got to bring back guys from those positions, and you want to do it early in the draft. Pass rushers, they go back, they go by really quickly. So you'd ideally want them to take one you know within the first couple of rounds. Um, wide receiver class is pretty decent this year you would have to address it right away. Now, one thing that would be interesting is, let's just say you can get a first-round pick for Rodgers for this year, as well as a first-round pick for Devontae Adams. Along with your first-round pick, the Green Bay Packers would have three first-round draft picks, and I believe that would be the first time in their history that they would have that. Those picks, you have to hit on early, because that essentially is going to round out your draft class, and Brian Gutekunst, uh, he's had a very interesting first round tenure as a GM. Um, uh, I would say he's probably had a bigger hit rate than Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson before, uh, him, uh, you know, the strength of the Green Bay Packers was actually drafting, uh, and this even goes back to like Ron Wolf, Mike Holmgren era, um, uh, their core players were in the second to fourth round. Uh, Ted Thompson, a lot of our big players, came in the second to fourth round as well. Uh, on the flip side, for Gunn Kuntz, it looks like they've been hitting more well on their first-round picks and not so much in their later picks. Uh, we go back, Jair Alexander, great first-round pick. Also, they traded back to get a second first-round pick. Uh, that was very important. Rashad Gary... You know, the, for a while, the jury was out on him. He played phenomenal in his third season, and I actually can see him improving even more and being kind of that staple. So that would be a good uh, return on investment. Darnell Savage, he's an interesting player because he would all, he's a first-round pick from a couple of years ago, and they have to decide if they want to add a fifth-year extension. Um, he had a, first, a really good first two seasons. Third season, he kind of regressed. So you want to wait and see how he does this year, and then, but you have to decide if you want to extend him for that fifth year this year. So I think because Green Bay doesn't actually have a lot of safety depth, you should probably at least just give him the fifth-year extension and then work it from there. Uh, And that's another thing. Green Bay, actually, for as much talent as they drafted within the defensive backfield and using early draft capital – have had mixed results uh granted i would say they've been better more so than prior remember the Jair alexander draft they also took josh jackson a couple years before that they took josh jones and there's kevin king you know and so they've hit about you know half of them um they don't have a lot of defensive depth so i think what would be kind of very be very important is trying to sign back for sewell douglas if you know you end up trading aaron Rodgers. um and with that said, what, what else would Green Bay attack in this draft? I think they would have to go um, relatively early. You want to either get another edge rusher or a down lineman on the defensive side. Kenny Clark has very limited help. Um, and, you know, the 2019 NFC Championship game, Packers got ran over by the 49ers, and they had nobody on our rush defense. Now, a lot of that got mediated through signing Devandre Campbell, but we don't know if he's coming back. And outside of that, outside of Kenny Clark, they really don't have a defensive interior rush defense presence. Um, I think they would have to use one of their first round picks or, you know, second or third round, at least getting a down lineman, somebody that can play, you know, 70, 80, 90% of snaps, just adding that guy that can also get through the rush. Um, So if they take it inside linebacker or defensive lineman early, that'd be big. And then as well as a pass rusher, which mean that, you know, at least one of those first three, one of the first three first round picks would have to be used on a defensive player. Maybe even two. you know, the route that green Bay might have to go to is through defense and instead having a very, really a very well put defense and then, you know, working the working it on the offensive side. So, I think that will be a very interesting point um but in every scenario uh they would have to draft a receiver in the first round they just don't have any depth they don't have talent level wise on that position so they would have to draft one early and most likely they might have to double dip and take a second receiver in either the second or third round that's just how it is when you rebuild you got to give your guy weapons and if he has no weapons not going to do anything um This route just seems, you know, not bad, to put it lightly. And I think a lot of feds, whoo, excuse me. I think a lot of Packer fans are excited potentially about just starting fresh, starting new, new era, um, because they believe that they would be able to get a lot of draft capital. But here's the thing you can have as many picks as you want, it's a matter of how do you, you hit on those picks. But I think it would be very exciting to have multiple first-round picks. And then potentially you could have multiple first-round picks in next year's draft as well. So while you are tearing a team apart, you have a pretty strong nucleus. And if Jordan Love plays to the level that, you know, the Green Bay Packers expect him to, they have a pretty quick shot at rebuilding this team and potentially even better, uh, which is kind of interesting to think about because... You just have you're now you're losing talent, obviously, because you're losing Rogers and Adams and some guys that you have to cut. But you're bringing in fresh guys, and you have a higher propensity to hit on picks because you have more picks. You know, you're given seven picks each draft. You know, before you you know you trade and decide what you want to do. Packers will also have some comp- compensatory picks by losing guys, so um, that'll be pretty big. Uh, I think they would get a fourth round pick because they lost our center from last year. So adding those picks could be pretty big. It's a matter of hitting it, but your chances of hitting on your first round or your overall draft is higher when you have more early round picks. And you know, Guten Koontz, he loves to move up and down the board. So if he was to have, let's just say three first round picks, he might trade down, he might trade into future years, might move around, like by having 30 first round picks, he might even move up, like, you never know. So I think It's pretty key and important to see if they go this route. But um, if they do, the cap situation isn't nearly as bad because you're finding teams to trade these guys to, which would add money into your cap. Um, The only big thing is they have to get it down by March 16th. So they're going to lose some guys regardless of which direction they go. It's just a matter of how much cap do they have to spare. But I don't know. Packer fans, what do you think? Do you think they should go? I mean, ultimately it, it really comes down to the decision of Aaron Rodgers, but let's just say Aaron Rodgers does want to come back. Do you still consider trading him and do you almost prefer trading him or do you, uh, or do you prefer having him here and running it back for like another couple of years and taking your chances? I personally would like to run with Aaron Rodgers as long as possible. I think it's shown that in today's NFL, you can have these type of quarterbacks that can play well into their 40s, you know, I think, and that's all dependent if he wants to, and you have top players at key positions, which is very hard to find in the NFL. I think when you have a good quarterback, you've got to run with those chances for as long as possible. Um, But I, I mean, I get it, you know, you drafted a quarterback, so you want to play that guy as soon as possible. It's just, you look like an idiot if you do trade your already amazing quarterback and then your current quarterback doesn't turn out. But, you know, when you have these type of picks, you can make some gambles and you can get some guys and get some talent, but overall it'll be exciting. So we'll see. It's been a very interesting offseason already. already um, with all this speculation. I mean, in a month's time, we will have that reveal of what Green Bay will start to look like. Uh, and I'm here for it. Um, I'll be recording it. I'll be making some episodes along the way. But uh, as a Packer fan, this is a very interesting time. So um, enjoy it. And hopefully it turns out to the way that we want it. And hopefully uh, we'll see if we can run it back. But I'm going to let you guys go. This is 414 Buck the System. And I'm your host, Justin. Have a great night.